The mining industry is about to embark on wage negotiations, Narina, and already it seems as if we should prepare for some tense uh, interactions. Uh, can you set the scene for us? Yes, you know, on Friday um, we had quite an unprecedented move by the Chamber of Mines when they released um, a, a sort of reports or they responded to the early release of the report by the Department of Mineral Resources on um, empowerment credentials within the mining industry. And there's quite a huge difference between the, the government's or the department's interpretation of how empowered the mining industry is and, and the extent to which they have complied with the requirements of the mining charter, and then the interpretation of and, and the research of the Chamber of Mines, and it really came to the defence of its of its members, um, because based on the early release of, of the statement from the DMR, it would appear as though these are these are um, only a very small number of South African mining companies that actually comply with the charter. Now, not only does this sort of set the scene in terms of the wage negotiations that we're about to embark on, but one of the big concerns around this is that this is just another nail in the coffin of um, just a poor investor sentiment around the mining industry, particularly in South Africa. And there's even the fear of, of potential legal action from the investment side in, um, for example, a jurisdiction like America, quite keen to, to jump on the on the legal and the um, bandwagon to say that, you know what, if, if the companies are not as empowered as they've claimed to be and they risk losing their, their um, mining rights and their licenses to operate, this could be construed as misrepresentation to investors and therefore the companies could be liable for, um, for serious amounts of money. So this is certainly not a great way to start the wage negotiation but uh, it just uh, highlights the extent to which differences in interpretation of statistics and numbers can actually lead to a lot of serious confusion and and lack of, of confidence in the industry. And we'll keep tracking that one. Narina, also just very quickly, the unbundling of South 32 from BHP Billiton. Now, the shareholders have approved this recently and uh, that listing is effective uh, today. So what can we expect there? So this morning, South 32 um, listed on the Australian Stock Exchange, the largest corporate listing in in, the, in a century. So really, quite a significant one. And there was a lot of confu- um, you know sort of uncertainty beforehand exactly what the true valuation of the South 32 assets would be. Um, it looks as though it is settling at a level of around seven percent of the original BHP bulletin. So prior to the unbundling, so um, I think that's uh, the sort of number that we can look out for. Um, you know, analysts were expecting it to trade in the region of somewhere between two and three dollars Australian dollars a share. It's trading at the lower end of that, so definitely looking for for some weakness in the mining sector. Because in addition to the amount that was unbundled from BHP Bulletin, it's trading lower than that even today. So definitely going to be some some pressure on the on the market. But let's watch that one this week because this is quite a quite a big corporate action deal in our mining industry this week. And we shall do just that. Um, our strategist at ETFSA, Narina Fisser, back with us again tomorrow morning.